beginnings. In the past week, I've had an opportunity to visit two of the most important places where I've had beginnings in my faith life, both the place where I was ordained as a priest and the church where I was baptized. Just yesterday, I was at St. John's Pro-Cathedral in Los Angeles, where I was baptized three years ago this week. Or, I wasn't baptized, excuse me, I was ordained. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the baptismal spirit, guys. (laughs) The most striking part of that ordination liturgy to me, it wasn't the ordination of the priests, even my ordination three years ago. That was powerful. That was filled with the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was moving the most powerfully and strongly as we processed back to the baptismal font, where the bishops, the deacons, the priests, and every single person, all the people of God, renewed their baptism. And we did that again yesterday, just like we did three years ago, walked back to the font. And we all together renewed our baptismal vows. And the most strong voices didn't come from the bishops, didn't come from the priests or the deacons standing up there, but they came from three young children who were just learning the words of faith they were reading on the page. And they said with the rest of the crowd, a prayer of John Wesley, we are no longer our own, but yours. Put us to what you will. Rank us among whom you will. Let us be full. Let us be empty. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are ours, and we are yours. So be it. The Holy Spirit was there. And it wasn't just to fill the lives of those people being ordained that day. It was to be experienced among all of God's people. The same holds true for us today. The Holy Spirit will come upon these two young girls and will change the rest of their lives. But that same Holy Spirit will change the rest of your lives as well. In our lessons today, we find that the Holy Spirit plays an important part. In the book of Genesis, God moved over the waters like a wind and created all things. Is continuing to move in to create us anew today. That word wind in Hebrew is ruah. It's not just, the meaning isn't just wind, but it also is breath, spirit. God's spirit, the breath you breathe. The wind is moving in and among us today. In the gospel lesson, the most dramatic encounter of the Holy Spirit in the gospel, perhaps, where Jesus comes to be baptized in the River Jordan, and that Spirit descends upon him, and the heavens tear open, and like a dove, the Spirit comes down upon Jesus, and God says, You are my beloved Son. With you, I am well pleased. When Jesus heard that, you are my son. 
I am pleased with you. That's when his ministry really got started. And then we have the book of Acts. Apollos finds some disciples. They're people who've been following Jesus. They believe in Jesus. They've probably been following for quite some time. Paul says, or Apollos says, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They said, we have not even heard of the Holy Spirit. And that's when Paul baptizes those believers. That's when the Holy Spirit comes into their life, by the waters of baptism through Jesus Christ. We baptize not just so that we can bring and receive these girls into the household of God this day, but to remind us, all of us, that the Holy Spirit is in our midst. I said I went to the place that I was baptized just last week. I was back in Franklin, Indiana on vacation, and I went for the first time in seven years to First Presbyterian Church, the church where I grew up. As a child, my parents were faithful. They brought me to Sunday school each week. I was baptized there. I was confirmed there. I was part of the youth group. I sang in the choir. I knew that my commitment to the church was important because I was a baptized person. And not only did I know my commitment was important, I knew that the church was committed to me. But I still had no idea what to expect. I became an Episcopalian, people. I left the Presbyterian church. Don't you have to clap? <laughs> and I hadn't been back to worship since I'd let the session know that I would be leaving the Presbyterian Church to become an Episcopalian. What was going to happen? I was terrified to come back into those doors. I'd had dreams about it. My husband came with me. Good moral support. Good Methodist man. <laughs> we walked past the classrooms where I'd attended preschool. We went past the nursery where not only was I nurtured as a baby, but I'd helped my mom paint as an elementary school student. Went past the youth center where I spent a lot of Sunday afternoons in my teenage years. And then we were greeted at the door by Peter, the pastor I've known since I was eight years old. And he opened his arms to give me a hug and welcome me back. It didn't feel like a coincidence to me that the service included a renewal of baptismal vows, a laying on of hands, and in that same place that I first made a commitment to Christ, my pastor from childhood laid his hands on me and prayed for the renewal of my Christian commitments that I've made in my baptism. I knew in that moment that I was surrounded by a lot of people who knew they were God's beloved children. I turned around, I looked out in the congregation, and I saw my Sunday school teacher from middle school and high school. I saw my confirmation mentor. I saw all these people who week after week have made a commitment to their baptism and come back to that place. I, too, in that moment, knew that I was God's beloved child. I was a daughter of that church. 
I'm a member of something bigger than any denomination. I've been baptized into the church of Jesus Christ. How can we, here in this Episcopal church, be that kind of abiding presence to everyone who walks through our doors? Carmela, Madeline, your lives of faith begin today. When we baptize you with this water, it's like we're unleashing the Holy Spirit into your life. That Spirit is going to work in and through you forever. It has been since you were born. You always have a home here at St. Wilfred's, and you have a home in the family of God throughout the world. Right now, for the rest of your lives. All of you baptized people out there, you are keepers of this household of God. You are vessels of the Holy Spirit. And each week you have a chance to reunite with this family of faith. You have an opportunity to accept the love and grace of God up here at this table, to be renewed by that grace. And you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to help raise up these children and all the children of this church and the adults here into the full stature of Christ. That's a commitment we must take seriously as a church as we pass on our faith from generation to generation. My hope is that today's baptism will lead to catechesis of the Good Shepherd, to Word of God for children, to living the good news for our middle schoolers, to youth group, to confirmation class in high school, on into adulthood. We're teaching our children and our adults what it means to follow Jesus Christ by our commitment to our baptism here in this place. You never know how your presence, how your commitment will make a difference in someone's life as you return here week after week. I experienced last week in my home church how powerful it can be to see faces you haven't seen in almost a decade still there, still committed, still there to welcome those who haven't been there in a long time with open arms, to welcome those who've never come into a church before. All of that starts right here, and we have to keep returning to it. To everybody here, whether this is your first time at St. Wilfred's, you haven't been to church in a really long time, or you call your home of a church somewhere else, you're welcome here, and we embrace you in this family of God. The important thing that we all find a place where we can encounter the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in this place. Baptism is just the beginning of an incredible adventure of faith. So may you all know you are God's beloved children and live that out today and for the rest of your lives. Amen.
And now I invite the candidates for baptism forward with your varied entourages. These candidates for baptism, holy baptism, will now be presented. We present Madeline Grace to receive the sacrament of baptism. And? Present Carmela Rosemary for the sacrament of baptism. Very good. Carmela, do you want to be baptized? Very good. <laughs> Madeline? Do you know what you're getting into? <laughs> it's going to be fun. To the parents and godparents, will you be responsible for seeing that your child is brought up in the Christian faith and life? Will you, by your prayers and witness, help your daughters to grow into the full stature of Christ? I will, God's help. These questions. Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? I renounce Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? And now to all of us who witness this very sacred event Will you do all in your power to support these persons in their life in Christ? If so, respond. We will. Let us join with those who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. If you would, please stand. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son of our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of God, and the life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers? I will.
Will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will, God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people, and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, God's help. Let us now pray for these persons who will receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver Carmela and Madeline, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. Open their hearts to your grace and truth. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Fill them with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep them in the faith and commitment communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach them to love others in the power of the Spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send them into the world in witness to your love. Bring them to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. We thank you, almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son, Jesus, received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. You ready for the water? You ready? Okay, you ready? And these, the, if you see, you can't see them all here, but the kids are all here because, do you know why you're all here, kids? To see the baptism because you are a part of this. And you are a member of God's family forever, too. We want you to have a front row seat. Are you ready? Yeah. Madeline Grace, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Madeline, you are sealed in baptism by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. You are the light of the world. Receive this light and know that you are called, <laughs> but don't touch it. <laughs> and know that you are called to serve God forever and be that light in the world. We're going to let your parents hold on to that light. <laughs> and we're going to let you go back right to them. Yeah. All right, Miss Lady, are you ready, Carmela? Carmela? I'm going to have you stand, okay? All right. Carmela Rosemary, I baptize you in the name of the Father. Let's put your head right up here. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Carmela. In baptism, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Carmela, you are the light of the world. Receive this light and know that it shines brightly in your heart and you are to carry it forward to all who you know and love and meet. And share that flame with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, repeating um, in the bulletin, let us welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim show these newly baptized to everyone in the congregation. Let's welcome them. Can yeah. I go over here? Let's go over here too. They're the stars of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and now as a sign of God's love among us we encourage you to greet one another exchanging the peace of the Lord the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you.
Got your attention now? All right. I invite you to make your way back to your seats. And as you're doing so, a reminder that if you are a guest with us, we are thrilled that you've chosen to spend this portion of this very special Lord's Day with us. And I wonder this morning, are there guests that you would like to introduce to us? Anyone here with a guest? I think it might be good. Do we have the handhelds? George, introduce to us your guest. I'd like to introduce my granddaughter and my great-granddaughter, and uh, she's five months. Wave at her in the back there. Yeah, very good. Better in the crying room. Very good. Back here, Lucretia. Thank you. I'd like to introduce my aunt, Jackie. She's visiting from Florida. Very good. Welcome. Anyone else? Oh. Carol. My friend Luis's son and his wife are visiting down here from Tahoe. I want to welcome them. Thank you. Welcome. Any others? Do we want to introduce any of your entourage here? Eh? <laughs> Who's here with you on this special day? Um, my mother um, and father, Helen and Roger, and uh, my brother, Damon, and his girlfriend, Alicia, and the godparents um, of Carmela, Roger, and Tina. Very good. All right. <laughs> Welcome. You have guests to introduce? Yeah, our entourage. Um, my brother-in-law, Wayne, um, my mother-in-law, Ginny, uh, Carolyn's great-grandmother, sorry, grandmother, uh, Graham, Dorothy, um, <laughs> uh, Carolyn's stepfather, Tom, Carolyn's father, Wayne, Carolyn's uh, Gigi, uh, Julie, <laughs> Julia, excuse me, uh, my brother is around here somewhere with a baby, uh, my sister-in-law, Dina, and cousin Lauren, uh, my mother and father, Patricia, and Kevin, and then uh, godmother, April. Very good. Welcome to all of you. We got them all right. That's good. Anyone else? Again, we welcome you. And if you have questions about the ministries of St. Wilfred's, we would be happy to speak with you after the service, or you can ask those seated around you. You're surrounded by greeters. They can either answer your questions or point you to someone who can. Are there birthdays or anniversaries or other significant celebrations that we'd like to recognize today? I'll finish with you too. <laughs> All right, Allison, what do we have? The 11th anniversary of my own baptism. Very good. George. George is back. Uh, I'll be 84 the 13th of this month. Congratulations. Birthday is a Friday. 
Birthday on Friday? Okay. Last Friday. I'll be eight tomorrow. You'll be eight tomorrow. Happy birthday. Very good. Are you here for moral support? Okay, very good. Nancy? Birthday on the 11th. All right. Bob? Uh, birthday on the 12th. It'll be my 40th. Very good. <laughs> Savannah, what do we have? Do you have a birthday? When is your birthday? Do you, how, how old? How old are you? How old are you going to be on your birthday? Three. Three. Very good. All right. Are you all... You're here just with her. Okay, hang right there. Stay, stay right here. Don't go. Yesterday was my 30th birthday. A milestone. Congratulations. It's my third year of ordination to the priesthood, and I'm 10 days behind him on birthdays. So I'll come up. That's right. So we have two 30s this year. Congratulations. Let us pray. We thank you, gracious one, for these very special reminders of your love and grace and how blessed we are to be a part of these celebrations. For the gift of life, we give you thanks. For the gift of love, we rejoice in you. For the gift to the call of service in baptism and ordination, we thank you that you trust us and empower us for such service. And I pray that your blessing would be upon all of these who stand before us today. And may all of us who witness these celebrations be mindful of the cause for celebration in our own lives and your call upon us of service through baptism. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. And now with gladness, let us present the offerings and oblations of our lives and labors to the Lord.
This Holy Eucharist is offered to the glory of God, and today, in special thanksgiving for the life of Joanne Briney, who passed this week and has become for us a treasure laid up in heaven. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. All thanks and praise are yours at all times and in all places, our true and loving God. Through Jesus Christ, your eternal word, the wisdom from on high, by whom you created all things. You laid the foundations of the world and enclosed the sea when it burst out from the womb. You brought forth all creatures of the earth and gave breath to humankind. Wondrous are you, Holy One of blessing. All you create is a sign of hope for our journey. And so as the morning stars sing your praises, we join the heavenly beings and all creation as we shout with joy. Please stand or kneel as our prayer continues. Glory and honor are yours, creator of all. Your word has never been silent. You called a people to yourself as a light to the nations. You delivered them from bondage and led them to a land of promise. Of your grace, you gave Jesus to be human, to share our life, to proclaim the coming of your holy reign and give himself for us a fragrant offering. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, you have freed us from sin, brought us into your life, reconciled us to you, and restored us to the glory you intended for us. We thank you that on the night before he died for us, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his friends and said, Take eat. This is my body, broken for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, Jesus took the cup of wine, said the blessing, gave it to his friends, and said, Drink this, all of you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, 
poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Do this for the remembrance of me. And so remembering all that was done for us, the cross, the tomb, the resurrection and ascension, longing for Christ's coming in glory and presenting to you these gifts your earth has formed and humans' hands have made. We acclaim you, O Christ, dying, rising, restored our life. Christ Jesus, come in glory. Send your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts of bread and wine that they may be to us the body and blood of your Christ. Grant that we, burning with your Spirit's power, may be a people of hope, justice, and love. Giver of life, draw us together in the body of Christ, and in the fullness of time, gather us with all your people into the joy of our true eternal home. Through Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ, by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, we worship you, our God and Creator, in voices of unending praise. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. <laughs> 